Hi, it's Roger Sitkins, and welcome to Winning Strategies. Today we're going to talk about the fact that the wrong way is never the right way. You know, left to our own accord, most of us will do the wrong things. You know, otherwise, we'd all be super successful, healthy, happy, and wise, right? So why is it that I continually see agency owners and their team members doing the wrong things? These wrong things prevent them from getting optimum results. Now, maybe we do the wrong things because we don't have to do the right things. After all, as you've heard me say before, this is such a great business model. It allows you to do the wrong things and still generate pretty darn good results. During our producer fit programs, I often ask, how many of you are making more money than you thought you'd ever make? How many of you are making more money than your friends and your siblings or your parents did? How many of you are making more money than you'd make if you had a real job? Well, every time I ask that last question, everyone in the room always cracks up. They realize that in just about any other business, they wouldn't have the opportunities they have now. The reality is that most of us would be fired if we had real jobs. That's because most business owners would be very specific about what they require and expect from their employees, and they'd actually hold them accountable to do it. In this insurance agency business, you really don't have to do specific things on a non-optional basis, and yet you can still get pretty darn good results. Not great, but pretty darn good. Well, at the same time, that creates a huge conflict when you can do the wrong things and still make more money, be more successful than most people. Now, what if you decided that the wrong things are wrong and moving forward, you were only going to do the right things? That reminds me of a friend of mine who was an LPGA golf instructor for 26 years. And she told me she used this line all the time. She said, after a bad shot, some of the players that she was teaching, some of her students would always ask, why am I doing that? Her response was always, why? Do you want to do it again? Well, of course they don't. However, it can illustrate how we tend to focus on what we're doing wrong versus what we can correct or improve. In our business, that would be like asking, why do I have so many part-time clients? Why do you want more? Why do I have a low closing ratio? Why do you want to keep doing that? Why do I have low employee productivity? Why, you want to continue doing it? See, the better question would be, how can I get the great results? So again, how can I get to 100% full-time clients? So here's a blinding flash of the obvious for you. Wrong is wrong, and right is right. Perhaps now's the time for one of our semi-famous reality checkups. This time we're going to be thinking about right versus wrong. What are some of the things that you should be doing that you're not doing? More importantly, what's the long-term cost of doing the wrong things? Now, those of you that have heard me discuss this many times before are probably saying, I already know what to do. But if you know it and you aren't doing it, guess what? You don't really know it. I'm going to say that again. If you know it but you're not doing it, you don't really know it. Remember, doing the right things is not just about having the discipline to do so. Every one of us is extremely disciplined, or we couldn't survive in this business. Unfortunately, most of us are disciplined to do the wrong things, and we do them consistently. So what are some of the things that kind of the typical wrong behaviors that I've seen people do over the years? 
Well, one of the first ones is believing in quick fixes. You're absolutely wrong if you think that a quick fix scheme will get you superior results. You know, based on the outstanding results I've gotten from coaching thousands of producers over the years, I can tell you unequivocally that there's no shortcut to success. The quick fix is a total fallacy. It takes pig-headed discipline and unwavering adherence to your core strategies and behaviors to improve and get great results. How about displaying a mission statement, having it printed up someplace, having it in your conference room without reinforcing it? All too often, I've seen businesses post their mission statement on the wall, on their website, and then they forget about it. They never discuss it or reinforce it. So even if it's prominently displayed in their conference room or their lobby, it's a little more than wallpaper. That's wrong. During a recent Producer Fit program, one of the participants was a young man whose previous career was with Chick-fil-A and it involved traveling around the country and opening new stores. We discussed the need to constantly reinforce the culture of an organization and how he needed his high-performance team to focus on the right things now that he was in the insurance business. When I asked him how they did it at Chick-fil-A, he responded that everyone knew the company's mission statement. He said they talked about it all the time, and they lived by it. I thought that was interesting, so I asked him what it was. Without blinking, he rattled it off verbatim. Furthermore, he said it with passion and conviction. Now, obviously, the mission statement is a philosophy that the Chick-fil-A employees are expected to know by heart and to live by. However, when I asked the young producer about his agency's mission statement, he hesitated and admitted that he didn't know it as well as he knew his previous employers. Granted, he'd only been there a few years, but he was definitely embarrassed when I pointed out that the agency's framed mission statement was on the wall right behind him. Our next one, focusing on multiple activities versus just focusing on getting a result. You know, what you focus on, you will experience. So if you're focused on the wrong things, you'll probably experience the wrong results. What are you focusing on? And is it really what you want? For an example, are you focused on activities versus results? Are you wasting time complaining? Do you spend way too much time staring at your cell phone or computer monitor versus actually talking to people? Also, is your focus scattered in too many different directions? Researchers have discovered and they continue to prove that multitasking is a myth and it creates up to a 28% loss of productivity. Studies show that the idea of being able to do too many things adequately at once is a lie. Now, you might be able to tackle several projects simultaneously, but it's doubtful you'll accomplish much of anything unless you address each task individually. In fact, I've visited many agencies where each of the service people will be monitoring several different computer screens at once. One's for their email, another's a document they're working on, another's their agency management system. Well, like a dog chasing too many squirrels, I don't believe the employees can fully focus on anything when multitasks are vying, are really vying for their attention at the same time. Rather than multitask, the next time you're faced with 100 things to do, things that need your attention, narrow your focus to the most important things you've got to accomplish. Always concentrate on a handful of items, 
that will yield the greatest results. Then determine the one thing that must be accomplished first and do it. I promise you, this concept works. What about saying versus believing? You know, we, we've all met salespeople who, who spout the company line or the telemarketer reading off the script from their computer monitor. They don't believe what they're saying. They're just going through the motions. Instead of going from the head to the mouth, which is just repeating what they've been told to say, the best producers go head to heart to mouth. They embrace the core beliefs. For example, when producers say it's not about price-only selling, but they don't really believe it, it shows. They can only talk about how they can save you money. On the other hand, producers who honestly believe their job is to help people control their total cost of risk will tell you that insurance is just one of the solutions they offer, not the only one. And you've heard me talk about that before. You can always tell when someone is speaking from the heart and not from a script. Next, I think it's wrong to compete on price only. I talk about it all the time. The old apples to apples quote is absolutely wrong. By the way, do you know how many varieties of apples there are in the world today? I googled it just the other day. Over 7,500 varieties of apples. How can you possibly compare apples to apples? Besides, competing on price isn't even a fair fight in today's world. One of our producer fit attendees, who is also a competitive shooter, shared these words of wisdom from his instructor. If you're in a fair gunfight, you'll probably lose. You know, we need to have the unfair advantages. I think another wrong thing is just selling policies, not your process. Many producers use their unique process as a way to sell policies. Instead, they should be focused on selling the unique process itself, that which makes them different and unique in their marketplace. Again, providing the policies that insurance is one of the things they do, but not the only thing. In fact, the policies, the risk transfer mechanism, are really the easy part on 80 to 90% of the accounts you'll work on. That's because the carriers not only have identified that as a specific class of business they like, they can provide customized coverages and they offer competitive pricing. The tough part is differentiating in a commoditized world. And the only way to do that is to sell your unique process. Here's what we do, how we do it, and why we do it. Unfortunately, far too few producers can explain as much and basically resort back to the look, copy, quote, and pray way of selling. That's not a process. It's just wrong. I think it's also wrong to not want to practice, not practicing for the fear of looking stupid. Well, I always say, you know, you're going to look stupid someplace, so it had better be in a low-risk practice setting within the agency. In our producer fit programs, we always emphasize that every opportunity deserves your very best. Therefore, you must be relentlessly prepared for any chance, any opportunity to get in front of a future ideal client. You can't give your best without extensive preparation, which includes ongoing skills practice. In addition to practicing your skills, rehearsing your presentations, it's equally critical that you understand your prospect's business. 
This means researching the company as well as their industry, knowing the insurance carrier's underwriting concerns on the type of business and the main problems faced on that type of business. Boy, this next one is one that I fight, but I'm doing pretty darn good at it for quite a while now. And the wrong thing is looking at emails the first thing in the morning. You know, getting up, reading your emails, and the first thing is so wrong because it really gets you into this hog, this hysterical activity on the way to the grave. Looking at 50 emails that aren't important, quite frankly, is really counterproductive or it gets you into the weeds way more than you should be. The reality is we should start the day by reviewing the things we've got to accomplish. Get a list of the three most important things that have to be done, not should be done, but must be accomplished today. Look at the emails you get from clients, prospects, and insurance companies that you really need to read. What percent of these require your personal attention versus which ones could have gone directly to a member of your high-performance team? I'll bet that 80% of my business-oriented emails could have been directed to someone else, and now I do that. So again, get back to that list of the three most important things, then find out the first one that absolutely has to get done and get it done. Well, the bottom line, I'd like you to make a list of the wrong things you are doing and then make a list of the right things you'll commit to do immediately, if not sooner. Wrong things are wrong, right things are right. It's really that simple, and that's the better way. Talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and as always, I hope you gained value from it. To learn more about our results-based programs, please go to our website, www.sitkins.com.